The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. 206 on the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. Brad Whisker in for Jay Lynn Nye. She returns on Monday. I'm in for myself. Brad, how are you? It's day three, four, five for you? With you? Yes. This is day six. Well, we had Monday off. Yeah. Oh. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of last really? week. Oh. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't think uh, Jay Lynn was gone on Wednesday. She, Wasn't she here? Yeah, no, she was gone. Is that a fact? Yes. Oh, yeah, you're right. Right. Two days. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, day six, congratulations. I've made it this far. I think you're doing very well, and you're going to uh, anchor the show from uh, five until six all on your own. I'm headed to Camrose. Pretty excited, in fact. Yeah, and you said uh, you're going for a farmer's show tonight? I, I forget, a farmer's show. I forget exactly who you're uh, performing in front of. The uh, Century Farm and Ranch Awards, it's done uh, annually by the uh, by our province to uh, acknowledge and recognize the contribution that farm and ranch families have had on this province. They are recognizing 27 families in uh, Camrose tonight, a total of, uh, I want to say, 96, yeah, 96 families across the province on various nights. So this happens to be the Camrose one, and I'll be uh, headed down there to uh, entertain. Right on. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to be a pretty packed house if there's 96 families. Well, it's 96 across the province, but only 27 in Camrose oh, tonight. Right, okay. But a family can be four, so that puts you above 100 right there. And yeah. then you invite friends and dignitaries and MLAs and whoever else shows up. I don't know. And uh, yeah, it's always a packed house. The Camrose one is really good because it's in... Uh, um, their facility there, I can't recall what it's called, but it's this uh, performance space they have in Camrose, which is absolutely state-of-the-art. I'm, I'm looking through the press release, which doesn't mention my name. Um, mm, mm, editor's note, uh, Rancher will be available for interviews and photos. Oh, yeah, the Peter Lougheed Performing Arts Center. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's very nice. Nice. Yeah. Looking forward to it, then. I am. So I always look forward to, is it wrong of me to look forward to getting off work early? I do. Of course. I think everyone can. I know, but <laughs> you're supposed to, you know, so love your job that you don't want to leave it. But uh, no, I'm happy to go. You have two jobs, though, really, at the end of the day. Three. Oh. I organize Three. a festival as well. Uh, I will be listening to you, though, between five and six, just to make sure you're... Keeping the bar low for the... (laughs) 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 I'm hoping you don't do anything outstanding where people are like, why do we have those other two? I doubt that will happen. (laughs) Yeah, well... I'll we'll just make sure that we get through the five to six hour and you and I will reunite tomorrow from... Toodle five again. Yeah, you let me off early tomorrow too, as well, which I, is I fabulous. Did. Yeah, you have a uh, backyard function that needs your I do attendance. I do needs your barbecue expertise. This is the uh, function which uh, just sort of created itself by accident. We intended to invite one of any combination of two people, and so I cast a wide net as I said yesterday because no one's ever available. I my friends are really busy. I don't know if that's everybody's friends or if. People just don't like me. I don't know what it is, but I'll invite... And I wait till the last minute is the problem, right? Like at 5 o'clock, I'll text people and go, hey, what are you doing tonight? And they're all busy. So I gave them 10 days notice on this one and just, hey... And I put it out to like five couples. Yeah. Thinking, 
whichever couple says yes, that's the couple we're going to have barbecue and drinks with. But all five couples said yes. You know, it's funny. I uh, I booked a trip home to Ottawa probably back, it would have been about early May. Mm-hmm. And I, I called my father after. He's the one I'll be staying with, him and my stepmom when I'm when I'm in town. And I said, uh, so that first weekend I arrive, it's uh, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Let's do dinner one night that weekend. Ah, Really? We're already booked all that weekend. <laughs> Your parents are too booked for you? <laughs> I booked this flight in uh, May. <laughs> they're busy the first weekend of September. Uh, that should tell you something. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're not booked. No. They weren't booked. They're now booking mm. for that weekend. So really? they can just avoid my presence. I'm a comedian, and I don't book that far in advance. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's pretty good. I, I doubt it's at the hands of my father. I, <laughs> I would like to think that's wow. my uh, my stepmom planning well in advance. Well, there's a little peek behind the curtain. Do you not get along with your stepmom? Oh, I do really well, actually. Mm. Yeah. I've She's been a part of my life for 20 years. Oh, okay. You know, this isn't something that happened six months ago or even two Where, years where's ago. Where's mom? Am I allowed to ask? Yeah, she's in uh, Vancouver. Vancouver, the opposite. Uh, is she also in a new relationship? No. Oh. No, she's not. She's still flying solo. Ooh. Yeah. And has been for 20 years? She's been in... In and out. Yes. So yes. she may have been the problem. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I was the problem. <laughs> we don't need to walk down that road yeah, right we now. probably shouldn't. That's a slippery slope. Uh, thanks to our producer, who is you, Brad Whisker. We have a couple of pretty good guests uh, this afternoon. We're going to be talking uh, to Dan McTeague uh, with Gas Buddy, because you can't help but have noticed... Gas prices in the city, oh my lord, uh, like $1.36. Well, and it's odd to me too that it happened on Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning. Typically it happens before the long weekend. That's right. Which we just had last week heading yeah. into Canada Day. But it happened post-long weekend and I woke up and I, I thought I was still had sleepy eyes or something. I thought, it was one twenty-three yesterday and now like you said, it's almost a buck forty. I know. And so we'll find out from Dan what that's about. And you know what I like about Dan is you get uh, him on, and I always I had a misunderstanding as to where Dan was coming from on this because the last time we had him on and I asked him about, you know, people think there's this conspiracy among uh, oil companies to raise prices before long weekends. He was like, yeah, well, there is. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, I did not see that coming at all, but that's fine. Yeah, you typically want to fill up Thursday during the day, yeah. because at about seven, eight o'clock Thursday night before a long weekend, across the city, I know it'll jump ridiculous. 10, 12, 15 cents like it's nothing. And you know, back in the day when we couldn't afford vacations, we had bought this old motorhome for like thirty five hundred dollars, the right. chunky monkey we called it, right? Yeah. And we looked at the cost of camping, and 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 even you know looked at the cost of well, camping in a Walmart parking lot, right? Like that kind of thing where you can hook up for free, uh, and boy, we're going to save money. And then of course you go, you use it in the summer. The first time you gas up one of those bad boys, it just, are you kidding me? Well, kids, vacation's over. If we gas up four times, I could have bought everybody flights. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> eh? yeah, I know, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we're also going to be talking to an EPS spokesperson, Scott Pattison, uh, the Edmonton Police Service, uh, launching a campaign to stop us all from uh, giving change to panhandlers. It's an interesting initiative. Mm-hmm. It's something I had never really thought of. Um, I do make donations to certain organizations every year, but just when you're caught by a, by a panhandler, and I, I say that lightly, like mm-hmm. they're not aggressively coming face-to-face to you demanding money. Well, some are. Some are, but mm-hmm. I don't want to generalize all of them. Right. Okay. Others just are, are sitting or, or walking and say, do you have any spare change? Yes or no. And you either give it to them or they don't. Brad, do you always automatically, I'm asking, I'm going to ask you for an honest answer here. 
is your first instinct to question whether or not they actually need your change? I question what they're going to use it for. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a terrible stereotype, but it's something that they've created for themselves in the sense that are you going to actually use this for food or are you going to get five bucks from me, take your bike mm-hmm. and meet up with your buddies and, and right. try to score something? Um, and then go to the basement of your mother's uh $450,000 house. Uh, I do want to ask uh, Scott about that because I don't know whether or not it's a good idea if somebody says, uh, hey, listen, can you spare a couple of bucks for a cup of coffee? I don't know if it's a good idea to say, I'll tell you what, how about I go buy you a cup of coffee? I do that. I've done that and been turned away. Oh, really? Yeah. I, uh... I don't think, in fact, I've ever successfully bought a panhandler a meal or a cup of coffee. Oh, really? Yeah. Sometimes, see, maybe don't ask, just go get it. And that's what I've done, is I've been asked in front of a grocery store, Mm. and I'll just say, no, no, sorry, I don't have any change, and I may not, I may just be using debit or or credit, and I'll just go in and grab a sandwich and a a bottle of water for them. And And that's been welcomed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I gave it to one, recently, actually, this one guy was, he almost was in tears because you could just tell he was so hungry. That when I gave it to him, he he was very very thankful. Uh, I was happy to give him that meal instead of potentially influencing or contributing to a bad habit. Mm-hmm. Um, I will typically go for the food. Sometimes if they're rude or aggressive, though, there's no chance. I'm not giving you any of my hard-earned money, and I'm not spending any of my hard-earned money on food or a beverage. I, I don't know if this was rude or aggressive, but I was in Montreal one time and had bought a new pair of sneakers. And my old pair was still pretty good, but they were used. Right. Um, But I knew once I bought a new pair, I wasn't going to use the old pair. So I came out of the store wearing the new pair with the old pair in a box. So I walked out, and there was a guy there. He was asking for change, and I was like, I don't have change, but I'd be happy to give you this pair of sneakers. And uh, he went, uh, well, what size are they? And I was like, well, I think they're 10s. He was like, oh, are they Adidas? And I thought, well, really, eh, buddy? Really? <laughs> so if they're Nike, that's a problem? Well, you know, when I thought about it afterwards, I'm like, well, size would be important. There's no point in him taking a size 10 if he wears 11, No, right? for sure. I would never give my shoes away because nobody would have the same size as me. My feet are that big. Really? Yeah. So we I, didn't know that about you. I typically wear anywhere from 13 and a half to 14. Isaac wants to talk to us. I think about gas prices. We'll, we'll take his call and then go to break. Hey, Isaac. Hi there. What do you want to talk about? Hi. Oh, uh, about six months ago, I talked to a Southside gas station manager, and he said uh, a bad time to go gas up was on a Tuesday evening because that's when the price would go up, and then kind of toward the end of the week, it would drop again. So, well, I'll ask uh, McTeague about that when we have him on the show as to whether or not yeah. there's a good day of the week to gas up. But you know what? Ga- gas prices, you would think, in theory, are supposed to follow the market, right? So as soon as you hear that there's a specific day, that means that the market's being manipulated. Yeah, that's, yeah. But he said usually on a Tuesday it changes. The price would always change, go higher, and then it would uh, drop how the week went, I guess. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, I will ask uh, I will ask uh, Dan McTeague when we have him on. I appreciate the call, Isaac. Red wants to talk to us as well. I just conferenced the call by accident. There we go. Hey, Red. Oh, my God. Hi. How are you guys doing today? Good. Thank Good. you. How are you? Good. Where's Aileen? Uh, she's on vacation this week. She's right in Jasper. On, uh, she yeah. deserves time off. Absolutely. Anyway, I'd like to chime in on that homeless thing because, uh, it, like, I grew up in the Maritimes in Halifax, and I knew a guy that was homeless, and, and it was actually a friend of mine. And I was walking down by um, 
the city library in Halifax, right across from the big statue. Yeah. And I, I see my friend. His, I'll nickname him Pooch. I seen him. I seen him, and he asked me if I could spare some change. And he had holes in his shoes. It was winter time. He had holes in his sneakers, and he had a thin little jacket on. I said, I said, Bud, come with me. Took him inside. I got him a brand new pair of winter boots. I got him a winter jacket, and I took him out and I got him something to eat. Sometimes, don't judge a book by the cover. And and there's another guy here in Edmonton on White Ave. That's where I live now for 25 years. Yeah, uh, on White Ave, I see him every day. I see him because I see I go to the hospital for uh, for treatment for like six months. Yeah, and I see him every day on White Ave, and he'd always say hi. I shook his hand all the time. He always say hi. He can he said can you spare a couple of bucks. And I, I always give him a couple bucks. And he, he goes, I don't drink, I don't do nothing. And every time that I come out of the hospital, I see him at the Tim Hortons, and he's having something to eat. Huh. So, I mean, just it, it's a stigma, really. Like, like, some of them really do need help. Some of them do take advantage. But, though, it's hard to tell which is which, right? It sure is. I love the way you said hard. That is a very maritime uh, twang to your accent there. Uh, you're absolutely right, Red. And we'll uh, we'll get all the facts from uh, Scott Patterson from EPS in about uh, 45 minutes' time. Appreciate the phone call. No problem at all. I appreciate your show. All right. Take care. Have a great uh, afternoon. We need to take a break. So let's take the break, get that out of the way, and then uh, we'll tee up the next half hour. Six days, Brad Whisker. That's how many days it takes. Remember the other day we said 13 days until uh, parents are uh, driven up a wall by their kids? Well, apparently six days uh, it takes for you to uh, develop a bit of an attitude off air. So that's uh, good to know as well. All right, Andrew. There's something, called a, there's something called a break schedule that every show has. You have to know when to throw it a commercial. You have to know when to go to the news. You have to know when there's a live read. There's a schedule, which I'll be the first to admit I don't read. But I know you prepare it every day. Yeah. But I don't read it. It's not like I could memorize it. So what I do is I sort of keep an eye on it. But that's why you have an in-studio operator this afternoon. It's Angie. To remind me when I'm supposed to get out for news. Right. So when she did that and doing her job, and I thank you for that, Angie. When she did that, and I turn to you and say, okay, out at 29, mm-hmm. and you reply with, yes, it's on the break sheet that I print for you every day. Wow. Well, wow. Andrew. Well, Andrew. Okay. Thanks, Brad. You want to bring in some conversations that we have off air, and you want to talk about these break sheets. No. I'm not going to do it. No. But it would make me look pretty good. All right. Uh, Lots of people chiming in on uh, both gas and uh, homelessness on our texting line. Uh, You know, I think perhaps what we'll do is sort of... uh, absorb your comments and maybe direct them to those individuals who can best answer them. So I, I won't read them now, but uh, when Dan's on uh, at 2.35, Dan McTeague, uh, we'll talk to him about gas. And when uh, Scott Patterson's on at 3.05, we'll talk to him about homelessness and we'll get that all sorted out. So I did want to talk about this real quick. We've got apparently, according to your break sheet, six and a half minutes. Correct. Um, saw this. Uh, Samsung phones might send your nude photos to random contacts. 
which got my interest because, of course, I have a Samsung phone. And when they mention the uh, models, it's the uh, Galaxy S9 or the Note S8. I have one of those. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that I have nude photos, but I do have the phone. Right. Apparently, this is a real thing and quite a problem. Samsung says it's looking into it. Uh, this is the statement from the company. We are aware of the reports regarding this matter, and our technical teams are looking into it. Concerned customers are encouraged to contact, uh, contact us directly at 1-800-SAMSUNG. They don't know why it's happening. It's just happening. Especially because it's only nude photos, as far as the article reads. It looks like that. Yeah. So I don't know if it has the technology <laughs> so, to determine, oh, there's a nude. Yeah, there's a nude. Let's take that or one. Or if they're saying that among the other photos that it could be sending might be those hidden file folders that some of you have. Right. It's, right? Just, it's the headline that really caught my attention. And I, that's what I thought was nude photos. Yeah. But what about you out for drinks with your friends on a Friday night. No, 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 no. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> yeah. Where? Oh, there it is. Okay. I'm going to send that in a group Plate text. of dinner. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're not doing anything with that. Uh, the photos are sent randomly to contacts. Apparently, there's no trace, if you want to get even more nervous, there's no trace in your message app. That's the Samsung, if that's the message app you're using. There's no trace that you sent it. So, in other words, you get up in the morning, you take a look at your contact or your uh, messaging, you're texting, there'll be no trace that you sent this out, but there might be a reaction from the person that it got sent to. Somebody might be like, what's this picture all about? You won't even know what picture they're talking about. So Samsung is saying that in the, they're on this, because they take these things very seriously. They're on this, and they're going to resolve it. Uh, they have a theory as to why this is happening, or some do. Um, they think that uh, Samsung recently updated it's uh, messaging, which I know to be true because I updated a, I, I downloaded an update for it the other day. Yeah, and uh, they're saying there's something in there, so they don't know if somebody nefariously put uh, some kind of algorithm, yeah, code yeah. or something, or in if there. it's just coincidentally something goofy happened. Um, so while you wait for Samsung to fix the problem, here are some of the temporary fixes you can do yourself. First of all, you can stop using Samsung messaging, so that's one. Let me guess what else is on the list. Sure. Don't take nude photos that and is, store them on your phone. That is third on the list. Third. Yeah. First is stop using Samsung messaging. Just like you can't delete it because it comes with your phone, but yeah. you can remove all permissions, right? Gotcha. Uh, and use some other service. Um, secondly, you should go to uh, settings and revoke Samsung's permission to access your phone storage because that's where your pictures are. Okay. But that will cause you not to be able to send pictures. Right. And so, maybe if you, like, say, for example, you had a, a newborn baby and you want to show your family. Right. You would be able to ask permission oh, okay. to access that picture because it's in storage. Gotcha. So you'll have to grant it permission for that picture. Then you'll have to go back and remove permission again. But, I mean, it's a temporary fix, they're saying. And then third, as you just mentioned, uh, stop storing nude photos on your phone. That will certainly <laughs> alleviate the, the problem cause, as yeah. well. Do you have anything on your phone that you'd be embarrassed to have forwarded to somebody? Hmm. No, I don't think so. I do. Yeah? Sure, lots. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want... I mean, we're talking... I said anything, so not just pictures. Well, for example, pictures that I took with friends out drinking on a Friday night, okay, I don't really sure. want yeah. to go to my boss. That's I mean, a valid point. Right. I'm sure yeah. he knows that I drink on Fridays, but he doesn't need to know... How many or how, many or who how stupid you look after having that right. many. And yeah, certainly okay, there's texts 
that I wouldn't want other contacts to read. Okay, yeah. When you, I, I wasn't thinking right. things like that. But yes, if our boss saw some of the photos that I had from nights out or, or what have you. For example, a good friend of mine is coming up from Calgary next weekend. We're mm. going to be going out and having a good time together. I wouldn't want those pictures to be become known at work. Listen, you haven't even taken the pictures yet, and you're already worried that you wouldn't want somebody to see them? I know him very well. I know mm. what we get up to. <laughs> just, uh, I'd rather just keep those private. Let's just say that. <laughs> Have you ever made this mistake, speaking of phones? Because uh, it, the phone thinks faster than you. Well, the phone doesn't think at all, but the phone moves faster than you can. Have you ever been texting somebody... Um, you know, you're in the middle of a texting conversation and say somebody else texts you, right? And then you accidentally reply to that latest text instead of to the one. And it happens to be about the person who just texted you. Have you oh, ever yeah. done that? I've done that. Yeah, that's a, that's bad. Yeah, it's tough to get out of. Yeah. You and feel like There's such... no walking it back. It's no, right there. No, especially if you're criticizing them. What do you mean by that? Huh? Uh, what? See, I've always thought that the technology should exist to delete a text or an email. I know that you can put a request out to ignore an email, or I don't think you could do it with texting, at no. least not with my app. Not but I've always either. thought if you accidentally send that email or it went to the wrong people, and we've all done that, right? You hit reply all, and you realize, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I, th- I, I feel like there should be a way to take that off the server. You and I both, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have done that a few times. Oh, that reply all. And you know what? To be honest with you, that's the other thing. I wish people would notice that they're hitting reply all because that's the other side of it. The number of emails that we have bouncing around this company that don't in any way affect me, but they keep hitting a reply all. I could go on a serious rant about reply alls. (laughs) I despise the reply all because, like you said, 99% of the time, it has no impact on mm-hmm. me, what I do at work, or how it may impact me outside of the office. Mm-hmm. And it's the worst when it starts to turn into a string of jokes. Oh, Somebody, somebody sends a meme yeah. or a GIF, yeah. and then the next person responds to that GIF with yeah. another GIF. Yeah. You get 20 dings on your phone, and you think, oh, what, what's happening in the world? Yeah, do I yeah. need to get to work? Did the government call an election? Who knows what's going on, yeah. right? And then you look, and it's... 20 reply alls about nothing. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.